Good afternoon, Cougar soccer fans, Cougar Nation. Greg Rubel with the head coach of the BYU women's soccer team. Jen Rockwood, this is our weekly Facebook Live show on the BYU Women's Soccer Facebook page. Normally, normally, Mondays, 4.30. But if you're playing on a Monday, we're going to bump it to a Tuesday. That's yep. how we roll here on the show. Mm -hmm. So uh, welcome, folks. And uh, once again, it's BYU uh, after a pretty successful weekend. We get to chat. And uh, last week, it was a home game with Santa Clara. And last night, it was a home match with San Francisco. It was a win and a draw. We'll get to the highlights and storylines in a bit, but here on Facebook Live, uh, we welcome you to the program and welcome your comments and questions every week on Twitter via my Twitter account, hashtag BYUWSOC, or on the Facebook Live with comments and Instagram, too. You'll find a way to get to us. With all that as preamble, hi, Jen. What's up, Greg? How are you doing? Good. I don't have a Twitter account. But you tweet, for the, you tweet for the team. I do. I tweet for the team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there ever a chance we're going to see a Jen Rockwood Twitter account? Probably not. I'm not so good with social media. So maybe if I get a few tips from you, maybe you could help me out. But probably, yeah, probably not. I'm kind of a novice at the whole probably social media not. thing myself. <laughs> um, so BYU's uh, five, number five in the new coaches top 25 poll that came out uh, this mm -hmm. morning. Uh, didn't reflect the game last night, by the way. It, it, it was kind of compiled before the USF match. But uh, BYU goes from three to five in that. Uh, from two to three in the other two major polls. Either way, uh, top five in the polls, mm -hmm. top five in RPI. You're kind of cruising right along. Yeah, it's been great so far. It's a tough weekend. You know, starting conference play with Santa Clara. I mean, they're always uh, a very good team. Had a had a really tough, uh, you know, number one in the country strength of schedule. Uh, came in, um, you know, a little frustrated. We didn't get the three points. We got one point with the tie, but really proud, really pleased with the way we played. I mean, we played some great soccer. It didn't fall for us. Um, but I, I think we can step off the field knowing that we played a really great team um, and attacked very well. You know, sometimes that ball goes in, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and then uh, last night, you know, the, the balls kind of fell for us and they fell quickly. And uh, I think it, sh it shows how quickly we can counter, how quickly we, uh, we can score in transition, which has been one of our strengths this year. Now, Santa Clara is a team with uh, prodigious pedigree. I mean, this mm -hmm. is uh, one of the historically best teams in the country, mm -hmm. yet they came in um, and they might even concede that they didn't want to necessarily play you straight up, forward line for forward line. Kind of had to pack it in a bit to feel mm -hmm. like to, you know to, to, to get a point, which they got ultimately. Right. In a way, it's a compliment to, to your team and your style of play. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. I mean, it seemed from the beginning they were trying to slow the game down a little bit. You know, they didn't uh, they didn't go forward as much as they have in the past, and I think uh, that showed a lot of respect for our attack and our attacking players and. Uh, um, you know, I, again, I, I thought we moved the ball very well. I thought it was probably one of the best games we've played, other than, you know, kind of that most important thing of the ball going back at the net. But just our combination play, our defense, uh, you know, they can be a very dangerous team. And, and we kept everything kind of in our attacking half. Uh, and I felt we had good control of the game for, for almost the 90 minutes. Um, you know, we had some good looks. It just didn't go for us. And I think we carried that into our next game. And, again, we're just trying to get better with each game. So Santa Clara was a nil-nil draw. It ended BYU's eight-game win streak, but the undefeated streak extended to nine. And then you got a chance to move it to ten when USF came to town. So the Santa Clara game ended 0-0, right? Then you get through the weekend um, and then rested up for Monday night, a kind of the rare Monday night game, which right. made for a three-game, a three-match week this week, right? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough week with General Conference. Uh, you know, we can't play home game on Saturday, so that game had to be moved to Monday. But it gave us a little extra day of rest. Um, now we just have to make sure that we take care of business this week. It's going to be a quick and tough turnaround. Not as much on Thursday, but certainly that Saturday game, three games in, in a week is really tough to do. But, you know, girls are, are, are fit. 
Um, we've talked a lot about the importance of uh, personal responsibility and recovery and, and just being ready mentally for each game. And so we're looking forward uh, going out to LMU after having a great result against San Francisco, scoring some really nice goals. Um, and then, uh, you know, LMU's in first place right now. They've had a great season. They're undefeated at home. We're going to have our hands full. We're on ESPN University, so it's, it's a pretty cool thing, and uh, really looking forward to it. Okay, well, let's, let's get back to last night's match first, mm -hmm. the USF game. Uh, Don's come in, Monday night game. Let's take a look at what went down at uh, Southfield for this uh, late afternoon, early evening affair. Uh, scoreless at halftime, um, and in the second half, the goals began to come. Um, but uh, for the most part, you were just kind of waiting, waiting here for something to happen for you. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we got up to a little bit of a slow start. Um, and uh, we challenged the girls at halftime just to play a little quicker, uh, to show a little bit more energy. And when they came out, I think there was a clear difference between our first half and our second half. And we scored on a first set piece off a corner kick. Uh, which we'd been working on. Ashley put in a nice header. And uh, then the goals came quick. I think four goals within about eight minutes. There's Elena. Uh, yeah, Elena had a great goal. And, uh, you know, all the goals came off of Murphy's foot. She was involved in almost all of those, all four of them. Ashley with a hat trick. Um, you know, it's, it's dangerous, and, and it can come uh, so quickly. I think we caught San Francisco off guard, especially after that second one. Now, at halftime, it's a 0-0, and you'll have gone quite a long time without a goal at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the message to the girls, and how do you think they responded to it uh, in the second 45? Uh, well, you can see they responded very well. Uh, again, I, it just felt like we had a lack of energy, whether it was just coming off you know, a really good, strong performance against Santa Clara. I just felt we were flat, didn't have that energy. Um, in the first half and you just can't do that in conference play really in any game but particularly in conference play you just you have to give it everything you can't leave anything out there and we just challenged them to to find energy from within themselves and just to play two touch I mean we talk about all the stuff but if we just don't bring the energy and play in a simple rhythm you know things aren't going to work very well for us and uh, girls did a great job come out Quick combination play, and again, score on a set piece, which we were due. I think that's only our second uh, goal we scored off a corner kick, but that kind of let the floodgates open. And it was a short corner, too. You played mm -hmm. early. You played early. Yeah, Alyssa, Alyssa yeah. drove a perfect ball in for Ashley and put it in for us. Yeah. Now, Ash, with those three goals, goes from 12 to 15 on the year. Uh, USF as a team has scored 12 goals all year. Ash is <laughs> sitting at 15. She's yeah. back in the nation's lead yeah. in uh, goals, goals per game. Points, points per game. Um, you've also got Nadia and Michelle, highly ranked top 25 in assists and points as well. And as a team, you're top five in, in those same categories in goals and assists and points. Clearly, the offense is one of the most lethal in the country, yet... Mm -hmm. If you take a look at your defensive numbers, they're also top 25, too, in terms of save percentage and goals mm -hmm. against, those kind of things. So really, yeah. it's both sides of the ball. It sure, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've always taken a lot of pride in our team defense and our high pressure. And at the end of last season, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about us wanting to be uh, more efficient in front of the goal, uh, score more goals. And uh, after last night's performance, we are now officially one goal uh, ahead of what we That's scored right. of all last season. So we're at 34 goals. I think it's third in the country. Um, we just actually talked about it today at practice, kind of showed the stats. We're, we're in the top 25 on both ends of the ball. Last year, we were really nowhere to be seen in our team offense, and this year we're top five in, in most, like you said, goals, assists, uh, average goals per game, as well as our team defense. So things are going really well for us right now. We just need to stay consistent, stay hungry, and stay really focused on, on our goals. Now, it, was a great, it was a great season last year, I think 16 mm -hmm. wins. Second round of the NCAA tournament, mm -hmm. uh, but 33 goals in 21 games. Now you're at 34 through 12. 
And so, you know, if the missing link was the offense, it's certainly back and, and in a really emphatic way. Yeah, and in the last couple of years, we've really ta taken a look at statistics on based on the, those teams who have made the Final Four, and they have scored significantly more goals than we have. And so mm -hmm. that's just something we knew that, that we could do a better job of, and we spent a lot of time doing it. And it's, it's fun to see all of the work and, and everything we focus on kind of come uh, come into play and, and really put the ball in the back of the net. And Ashley, obviously, scoring 15 goals is, is phenomenal right now, but she has teammates that are setting her up for, for really good opportunities. Um, our, our shots on goal is very high right now. Uh, we're not taking as many crazy shots. We're getting good shots inside the box. We're two and three people. Most of the goals we're scoring now, three of our four attacking players are kind of involved mm -hmm. in that play. Uh, and then as you get our backs and our midfielders involved even more, we just want lots of people involved on, those, on that stat sheet. And another important stat is you actually have one more assist than goals this yes. year. So you're, having at least, you're averaging at least one helper per goal, which mm -hmm. is a big number too. It is, and that's, again, something we've, we've spent a lot of time on. So it's fun to see that. Hopefully we'll keep moving in that direction, and, and we have a lot of goals in store for this mm -hmm. weekend. All right, let's, help you, uh, let's have you help us set up the next segment here. Okay. Uh, the way it goes on Facebook Live is Jen gets segment one. We talk, we see highlights, we go over stats. Then we take a break. We bring in uh, player or players in segment two and then bring Jen back for the third segment where she takes a question from social media. So set us up for segment two. Who do we have with us today? Uh, we've got some great players, which is probably the best part of the show when you guys get to talk to the players. But we've got Maddie Sidaway here, one of our midfielders who's actually seen some time up top. Uh, because of her great work rate and her defensive pressure, she's gotten some minutes up top for us uh, in these last couple games. And we also have Avery uh, Colton Walker. Walker. Sorry, I haven't got their married names all down since uh, there's nine of them on the team. So I have, I'm, by I'm the still, way. Yeah. yes, I I'm, I'm still working yeah. on that. But Avery's doing a great job for us as, as an outside back and has played in most all of our games. And uh, these two bring a lot of energy uh, to our team and, and a lot of positive energy. Uh, and so we really appreciate all the great work they're doing. Yeah, we, have, we appreciate them being here. We'll talk to them next. So we'll give Jenna a breather. She'll come back for segment three. Coming up next, we'll have Maddie Sidaway. And Avery Walker with us as BYU Women's Soccer continues on Facebook Live. We're back in a second. It is BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. Back for segment two. I'm Greg Rubel, joined by sophomore midfielder slash forward Maddie Sidaway and junior outside back Avery Calton Walker, a.k.a. Avery Walker. How are you, Ave? Good, how are you? Maddie? Good. You guys are directly off the practice pitch, yes? Yes. A little uh, sweaty. Yeah, it's okay. It's hardly noticeable. So, uh, how was practice after a nice win last night? It was good. High intensity. I feel like we are winning, but we always come back to practice ready for more, ready to get better. Hey, what makes a good practice as opposed to a so-so practice for you? Winning, scoring goals. <laughs> Just with our little small-sided games, we get really competitive, especially in front of the net. Um, our coaches do a great job of like providing a fun and competitive environment. So. You know, it's great to be on the winning team, but there's always those practices when you don't get enough touches and you just kind of feel like, I want more. That's the thing. I asked about practice, and she says winning. You're like, well, there, how can you win practice? But the way you guys practice, there's a lot of winning and losing going on, isn't there? Yes. And winning is still important, even if it's only in practice. Yes. I've seen the way you guys compete. So um, last night, uh, USF, how, how badly did you need the 4-0 win after the 0-0 draw? I'll start with you, Sid, and then Abe, you take it. Yeah, I feel like it was super important to come out. Jen talked about how we hadn't... Uh, scored a goal for a lot of minutes and so I feel like at halftime we really um, Jen was super direct with talking to us about playing two touch and bringing energy and and putting those four goals away I think was super important to keep our keep our rhythm going 
Yeah, we had a really simple halftime speech. It was to touch and bring the energy. And that's what our team's really known for is having an energetic line or top line, middle line, and back line. Um, with our two-touch rhythm, no one can hang with us. Now, you guys have played a lot of games in the side, and you've won a lot of games this year. So why do you need to hear certain things sometimes at, at halftime like last night, and yet um, it's exactly what you needed to hear? Is that you know what I'm saying? So you know, talk about being great players, being a great side, and still at times needing that reminder to say, yeah, this is who we are. Um, I just feel like Jen, Jen's really good at doing this and, and reminding us about this, but you always have to be reminded, you know, and, and we talk about how we may be the best, but you always have to keep telling yourself. So I think that even those little things, and we talk about it with our uh, sports site coach, Craig Manning, about reminding ourselves that and reminding us who we are and what we can do. Could you notice the difference in the second half based on what was said and what you guys tried to do in, in half number two? Totally. <laughs> How is it most evident to you as you're watching it and seeing it happen and being a part of it? Um, I think our first half we really played past the midfield. There wasn't much movement. Um, on the back line there was tons of movement, lots of getting forward, or at least attempting to make those longer passes connect. But in the second half we came out and there was so much movement in the midfield. Uh, Paige and Elena and Busy just had great spots and we were able to connect going forward. And that really is the difference is when our back line and our middle line can connect and kind of work through those um, I don't know, traps that other teams play. So, mm -hmm. like, if we can, you know, go forward, play back to go forward instead of just sending long balls, skipping our midfield. The one thing I think we can tell through two games of conference is it's going to be a grind. I mean, no one is giving up a thing to you guys. You may be the class of the league, but there are teams that will tactically try and take you out of, uh, out of what you like to do. It is going to be a grind to get seven more results the way you want to get another championship. In a way, that's great and really inspiring and exciting. And in a way, you know, you're going to have to, you know, put it out 90 minutes, game in, game out. And people are going to play you hard and differently than they might normally, right? Yes. Yeah. I think one of our, the advantages that we have going forward is we do have so much experience. I mean, just in my career alone, we've gotten beat in the second round and the first round every single year. And that hurts, one. Two, so you want, so obviously we want to get past this first or second round. Um, two, going along with experience, like we know how to push past, like, a first half going poorly like a San Francisco half. And mm -hmm. um, we've also played really great teams two or three times in the last couple of years like Stanford and Cal and Santa Clara obviously. So I think that um, going forward just with you know making the tournament more significant for our or for our program it's really going to come down to our experience. Okay Sid you're a little newer than it, newer to it than Ave but your thoughts on the league grind now that you're in with a couple games here. Yeah I just think it's super important that we keep focused on what we do best and you know, I think we learned that at Penn State. We didn't really talk about what the other team did. We just focused on what we do. And I think it's important game by game, we just stay focused on our goal and what our team can do and how we perform. Okay, Abe and Sid are both the Utah players, uh, Ogden High School, Skyview High School, so uh, Ogden and Logan-ish. Um, you're separated <laughs> by a year in class. You guys good buds? Yeah. yeah. We have a class together right now. We sit by each other and crack up the whole time. <laughs> were you guys ever? Were you guys friends before BYU, or only here once you got here? Nope, once just met her. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as they are pretty good friends, um, we're going to put them to the test, as we have had our last <laughs> couple of pairs of players. Again, we remind our viewing audience that uh, this is not rehearsed, and you'll see why here in a moment. <laughs> There's awesome. been no preparation ahead of time, but it's a simple game of how well do you know your friend. <laughs> okay, and, and you know, they're, they're good enough friends. And again, there, you can only choose one of the two answers. You can't fudge or look for a third option. I'm simply going to give you two options, and you are going to attempt to 
guess what your friend might say to these two options. Okay, it's very okay. simple. Got it. We'll start with something uh, totally random. Recovery drinks. Okay, Sid, <laughs> will Abe say that she prefers chocolate milk or Powerade as a recovery drink? Chocolate milk. Okay, chocolate milk, confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Abe, will Sid say chocolate milk or Powerade as a recovery drink? Chocolate milk. They both love the chocolate milk, and who doesn't? <laughs> and who doesn't love the chocolate milk? I'm right where they're with them. I sometimes steal the chocolate milk before they get to it after practice. All right, second. That's where it all goes. Yeah. Uh, Sid, will uh, Avery say, and again, only two options. Will Sid say she is a Messi or a Cristiano person? Leo Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo? You can only pick one of the two. Who would she say? She would say Messi. Okay, Messi, confirmed. Um, for Sid, will she say Messi or Cristiano? Messi. Good, okay. two Messies. We're the, then, same the way, person. By the way, so those are the correct answers, by the way. Cristiano is the wrong answer. Every, <laughs> all the time. For, for every everyone, answer. all the time. It's always Leo, Leo, Leo. All right, uh, Sid, will Abe, uh, will Abe like Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Oh, we talked about this on the bus. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. I don't even remember what I put. <laughs> I bet Ryan Reynolds. We bet Ryan Reynolds, too. So uh, will Sid say Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? It has to be Reynolds. She put Gosling. It's a notebook. She's so emotional. <laughs> so is it, is it Gosling think, for you? No, I think I... You think Reynolds, say, too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll take that. We'll, we'll take two for two on Ryan Reynolds. So <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is married to Blake Lively, and Ryan Gosling is not. That's the way to remember them. By the way, they're both Canadian. Did you know that? Uh, wow. They're both Canadian. But it makes sense now. Both so cool, both so handsome and charming, and why wouldn't they be Canadian, right? Um, third, Sid, will Abe say she's a New York person or a Los Angeles person? Ooh. East Coast or West Coast? What vibe fa fits Abe? New York Abe, or L.A.? She loves the beach, but she loves to shop. Uh, I'd say <laughs> L.A. Um, I've been asked a bunch if I'm from the Bay Area, mm. so no, I would we'll say go West LA. Coast. We'll go LA and, and get that uh, a correct yeah. response. All right, uh, for Sid, <laughs> a New York or LA vibe? New York. She's so dynamic, like so organized, perfectionist, <laughs> like to the T. She's just like kind of blunt too. I guess I'm a little more blunt than you. Yeah, New York's good. I like okay, the Yankees, we'll go so New York. I can we'll go there. Another, we'll we'll yeah. say they're four for four at this point. What we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, lastly, um, Sid for Abe, is she a dog person or cat person? Oh, dog. Same. And you? Yeah. Five for five. <laughs> it's our first five for five on, uh, on the show. So well done, guys. Way to go. Thank you. All right. I have nothing else for you um, other than just thanking you for coming on. Uh, wishing you all the best the rest of the season and the rest of your careers because we're going to keep on going after this year because you're not done yet, nor are you. Uh, big fan of both these people, and I'm really glad you guys took some time to go on the show today. Thanks, Greg. You're awesome. Thanks right. for having us. All right. Thank you. That's Avery Walker to my far right and Sid to my direct right. We've got Jen Rockwood coming back, answering your questions from social media as we continue BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live back in a bit. All right, so welcome back. Final segment of uh, BYU Women's Soccer with Jen Rockwood on Facebook Live. Jen, Abe, and Sid are fun. They are really fun. They're all fun. I'm very lucky. It's a great group of girls to work with. You never want to favor one team over another necessarily, but no. living in the now, you sure <laughs> like this team. It is. They're just they're they're fun. They just they work so hard. They're such great kids. Uh, they're just they have a good time. We try and and uh, you know find that fine line between working and competing really hard and having a great time. And girls just play better when they're having a great time and have smiles on their face. Okay, let's uh, get to social media for questions for Coach Rockwood this week. And again, if we choose your question, we'll get in touch with you and get you some soccer swag. And you get questions in on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's how we roll here on the show. We'll start off with uh, John Bees or Bice. Uh This is a Facebook question. Besides the goals, 
What was the biggest difference between the first half and second half in last night's game? It's just the energy, and it's something we talk about every day at practice, every time we step on the field in our pregame and at halftime, because uh, I think it separates us. Our, our team runs and works so hard, and when that energy isn't there, we're just a little flat, and you can feel it, and I could feel it in the first five, ten minutes. felt it pretty early, right? Yeah, I felt it right from the beginning, and I was kind of concerned, and, you know, the girls are just more quiet, and... Uh, you can't call timeout in soccer you to can. say, let's it's figure just, it out. It's really it's hard. Just... I was trying to cheer as loud as I could and trying to encourage them to talk to each other and, and, and a little bit more movement but it just it didn't happen and you know you can feel it we felt it in the Nebraska game and I was a little nervous at halftime and just wanted to keep the the message very simple that nothing else matters uh, except for our energy you know and I actually brought the Nebraska ball out from my office <laughs> uh, and put it in the team room why do you keep it I keep it just to remind us that you can't just step on the field and expect great things to happen and you know we played so well against Long Beach and so well against Santa Clara that you know as coaches we've been really pleased and um, I don't know what it was, but uh, we weren't bringing it. And uh, it's just a good reminder that it has to be intentional. Your energy, you have to be prepared mentally um, for every game because anyone can knock you off your game at any time if you're not prepared. So, yeah, I went and grabbed. I, I wiped everything off the board and said nothing matters except your energy and two touch. I brought the Nebraska ball out and said, hey, I didn't say anything other than look at this. This is our reminder. Um, we don't want that to happen again. So you got 45 minutes. Forget about the last and let's move forward. And they did a great job of that. So BYU's played 12 matches, 10 wins, one draw, and the one loss is the Nebraska match, a 1-0 here at home. Yeah, so he, he took our game ball because it was his 300th win. That's right, too. It was. So too. we traded balls, and I keep, <laughs> I keep the Nebraska ball. They've had a great season. I mean, it's a huge mm -hmm. RPI uh, for them, so it doesn't hurt us, but it was a good, it's a good reminder for us um, that y you can't just show up and expect great things to happen. You have to make it happen. True enough. Next question coming from a Twitter. Uh, at D Young 1993 says uh, once Rachel he says once Rachel Boaz is fully healthy how do you determine whether she or Hannah Clark play in goal? You know that's a tough question that we've been talking a little bit now that Rachel's kind of back and she's uh, been cleared. Uh, it was exciting to see her back on the field again. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously Hannah is doing phenomenal. Just printed out a sheet uh, for her for the NCAA stats. She's 21st in the country in goals against average right now with a bunch of shutouts. She's doing a fantastic job. It's a, it's a good problem to have when you have two keepers that can perform at a very high level. Um, but uh, we'll just uh, keep monitoring it. I think they'll both get some good minutes this weekend as we look forward. I think uh, both of them will play in both games. That's the plan right now. And then okay. we'll reevaluate things next week, but hope to get them both in the games. And, and really, you know, in the whole uh, blessing in disguise category, um, Hannah coming in and playing mm -hmm. solid eight, ma eight matches when normally she wouldn't have maybe intended to play that much mm -hmm. puts you again in a much stronger spot at that, at that position moving forward. It, it, it does for sure. I mean, we've got two really quality keepers that all of us have a lot of confidence in, and, uh, and as well as the team. And so I don't think that necessarily matters uh, who's in goal. Both of them are going to do a great job for us, and uh, we'll just uh, see how this weekend goes and evaluate things next week. Okay. Uh, it's game to game. It's week to week. Uh, from Instagram, Julian Espadas says, In game situations, halftime gives you a short amount of time to fill in so much. Mm -hmm. From talking defense, offense, breaking down individuals, warm-ups, aiding injuries, or film, what's the best way to utilize that halftime time? Um, I try to be as much of a motivator as I can. I think sometimes as a coach you want to point out problems or issues. And uh, we just try and remind ourselves to find the positive in things, uh, positive in things, and encourage them. Uh, remind them what they're good at, uh, like we did last night. It was, uh, it took a lot of energy for me not to, you know, show my frustration and 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 be kind of upset with uh, our performance. 
Um, but I know that when I do that, they don't react very well to it. Uh, they do show that they react very well to positive energy. And so we just reminded them uh, what our strengths are and what we're good at and what BYU soccer is known for. And uh, sometimes you just need that little reminder to go back out and challenge them to play a much better 45 minutes. Good stuff. Shannon uh, on Facebook says there have been, uh, yeah, been several players, past and present, who've trained or played at the national level. What kind of things do they bring to the team? Um, I think just that extra experience. You know, it's always great to go out and play for other coaches and around other players and just get as much experience as you can. Um, you know, compared to a lot of the top teams out there, we actually don't have uh, a tremendous amount of players who have that, that experience. But anytime you do, it, it's great to go out and train with some of the best, to be with some of the, the, the more experienced coaches. It's just good to kind of get a, a view from a uh, different perspective uh, than just being coached by one person. So uh, I think that's great. And hopefully here in the near future, you know, some of our girls might continue to have that opportunity. What do you think Ashley Hatch's season is going to mean for her at the end of the year? whenever that end comes. Yeah, well, I mean, she's playing so well right now, and I think she's, uh, I think she's opened a lot of eyes. I think uh, our opposing coaches have certainly noticed her. Uh, you know, you can only hope, and she has a desire to maybe play at that next level. Uh, I think she uh, has a good chance of being drafted into the new professional league, and, and with national team things, I think if she keeps playing and is along the lines that she's playing right now, I, I think she'll uh, open up some eyes and get some looks. Okay. Last question. Uh, Jay Wilson asks, Kind of a longer question, but I'll, I'll read through it. Several members of the team have served missions. Uh, when they return from their missions, some seem to have not missed a beat and play at the same level as before. Others seem to need more time to regain their previous playing level. Uh, as a coach, how do you see missionary service impacting the players and the team on and off the field? Um, well, you know, I think it's going to be different in every single case. Uh, every case is going to, you just have to take it person by person. Um, you know, last year with Paige coming in, we kind of needed her. And so we kind of pushed her to come back uh, a little earlier than we would have normally expected, um, just because we felt that we, we just needed her presence back out there as soon as we could. With some of the return missionaries that came back this year, um, you know, we returned so many players, we didn't really have that rush or that need to kind of push them to move forward maybe before they were willing to or needing to. So, um, you know, we're redshirting a couple of them just because, you know, it's not – because we have so much experience returning, there's not going to be an opportunity to really evaluate them in a game. Once our season starts, it goes so fast. It's not like basketball or some other sports who have a, a long preseason before they start their games. We have like a week and a half before we play. And then once you're in the grind, it's really hard to – you know, we got 28 kids to, to kind of know where you're going with some of them. So, again, we'll just take it player by player. Um, you know, Alyssa's coming back as a return missionary, and she had an opportunity to play in our spring games mm -hmm. and train with us in January. So that was, uh, you know, more opportunity for her than someone like, you know. She got a head know, start. Yeah, than yeah. Rachel and Ella and Casey, um, you know, who just got back and, you know, need some time to kind of get back into the rhythm. And they'll have this spring uh, to play games, and, and then we'll have a better chance to evaluate where they are. Currently no missionaries out, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so we have Josie. Oh, so uh, no, a goalkeeper. Have not, have not come. Yeah, yeah, that's right, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have Josie out and Shay out. So we have two out right now. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Shay played uh, her freshman year, or at mm -hmm. least, and then she took off, right? Yeah. So, uh -huh, yeah. yeah. so she redshirted her freshman year, and then so she'll be a redshirt freshman when she gets back this next fall. And then now uh, Josie... 
hadn't started necessarily playing for you yet, right? And she was kind of, she, she came and left mm -hmm. right away? Yeah, she came in and trained with us in a January and uh, got some uh, spring training in. And then she's in Japan right now, so she'll be back pretty soon. Josie Manuel? Mm -hmm. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> thanks for the reminder. Okay, uh, this week it's uh, at LMU, Thursday at Pepperdine, Saturday. Pepperdine may be the more historical name, but LMU's mm -hmm. played some really good soccer of late. Yeah. And um, they're getting this national game for a reason. Yeah, so LMU finished in the top 25 last year, went to the Sweet 16, had one of their best seasons ever. Uh, we played really well against them at home, um, and they're obviously tougher to play on the road. But even though they graduated a lot of seniors uh, from that team, they've got a lot of younger players that have really stepped up. They've had a great season so far. Uh, they've got seven wins on the season, undefeated at home. They have a really strong RPI right now. They're coming off you know, two big wins. They're first in the conference play right now, so there's a lot to play for on Thursday. They beat Gonzaga Portland, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the first time they've beaten Portland uh, at Portland, I think, in, in their program's history. And that's uh, not an easy feat. Portland's a great program. So they've got to be coming into this game with a lot of confidence and looking forward to playing a, a team with you know our experience. And uh, we're looking to try and get our three points back and try to get uh, back to first place in the conference. And a matinee in Malibu on Saturday. Yeah, Pepperdine's always a tough place to play. You know, I don't know if they woo you with the ocean right there. <laughs> uh, you can see the ocean from their game field. But uh, Tim does a great job with them. They're always ready to go. Uh, and they, they're having a great season as well so far. Okay, so Thursday, it'll be an ESPNU game. 9 o'clock Mountain Time kicks later than normal. We'll be on the air at uh, 8.30 with radio pregame. And then on Saturday, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time pregame and a 2 o'clock kick for the Cougs and Pepperdine. All right, big weekend ahead. To Coach, good luck on the road. Hey, thanks. All right, we're back here with you next Monday. It'll be a Monday show at 4.30 for more BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. So for the Coach, Jen Rockwood, I'm Greg Rubel, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much.